Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. May your shoes always fit and your hair be full. I hope you guys are off to a good start. It is a Wednesday. At what time? I do not know at this point. You are listening to the Losing Our Mind podcast, and I am your host, Mike Eastman. Today is the day. It's going to be a fun show. We'll have a great groovy time, and I feel like we've been really thematic recently, but I simply want to talk about some cool stories I've found on the internet. So let's see what we've won. This is Losing Our Mind with Micah Eastman. You know, it's the small stuff in life that makes us happy. When you find fries under the napkins at the bottom of the bag, when there is a toy in the cereal box, when the guy whistling loudly gets hit in the temple by a completely justified wiffle ball, they bring joy to our lives. Nerf is one of my favorites. It's a small and infrequent escapade that I get to embark on, but there's something beautiful. It's art about being an adult and going SEAL Team 6 on a group of kids in a Nerf war. Last time I was up in Fresno, my little cousins had the audacity to challenge me to a Nerf war. <gasps> oh, I swiftly murked them. It was impressive. If you are 10 years old and you want to go to war, I'll say this. It's not Nerf or nothing. I'll destroy you with Nerf and something, okay? I will use your little sister as a meat shield. Without question. I will karate chop the barrel of your blaster and double tap you real quick. Just pop, pop. I will flank you and glitter bomb your sorry booty without hesitation. This is war. John Wick in this piece. But in the same way, I absolutely love decimating my cousin's hopes and dreams in an all-out Nerf war. I love coming across stories that come out of left field. It's awesome. The same joy pulsates through my veins. That dart to their forehead is the same giddiness that I get when I find a dope story. So, like, get this. Back in February, this one funeral home in New York received this 82-year-old who had been declared dead while staying at Water's Edge Rehab and Nursing Center. She was thought to be having a meet-and-greet with Jesus, give or take around 11 a.m. They made arrangements, and they dropped her off at this new spot where she was going to be prepared to be laid out to pasture around 1.30 p.m. But then to everyone's surprise, come 2 o'clock, Graham Graham was still kicking and breathing almost three hours after she was thought to be dead. First of all, can we proof check our work, please? Like no one thought to hold up the mirror or, or pull off a finishing move, like drop an elbow. Like Mima could have been really involved and in tune with her breathing exercises. I mean... Maybe she was on the verge of a breathing record, and you are ruining her PR. Oh, I was on my way to six minutes, and then all of a sudden things got dark. That's just cruel. Let the woman cook. Oh, and if I'm the family, I'm suing Grandma. Yeah, you heard me. I am suing Grandma for emotional damage. Can you imagine being the daughter just like... Mom, how dare you scare me like that if you're going to flatline, just commit. 
Okay, maybe that's a little much. But if I'm the staff, what do you say? No, literally, honestly, honestly, our bad. She looked mostly dead, and we just kind of went with it. So, I, I don't know. We have, uh, we'll get you guys free muffins in the cafeteria. See, that's just cold. That's harsh in every way. Like, I think that breaks most social boundaries you just shouldn't cross. Like, you don't assume a woman's pregnant. Never. You never rub a bald guy's head. Don't use the short guy as an armrest. And you don't assume grandma is dead. For all you know, she's just napping. Leave her alone. Especially, especially if she's mean. We all know the spiteful ones live the longest and only the good die young. So, if there's anything I've learned from knowing music, Billy Joel had it right. Now, before I got sucked into this thing called adulthood, I used to be a big fan of what was deemed No Pants Saturday. The goal was to vibe out the majority of the day watching cartoons and college football with no pants. Pants was a symbol of responsibility. Pants was a symbol of oppression. The moment pants are on, your worries follow. Is this not true? Tell me where the lie is. Productivity starts with pants. Well, this one guy in Spain made this a lifestyle, okay? He's not even sporting the Winnie the Pooh starter kit. My man is as free and breezy as a freshly shorn sheep. 29-year-old Spaniard Alejandro Colomar, who had been a nudist since 2020, was fined for public nudity even though public displays of nudity have been legal in Spain since 1988. Except there are some limitations in places like Barcelona and a couple others. So my man was not too happy and he decided to challenge his fine. And when he took it to court, this man strutted into the courtroom wearing nothing but hiking boots. My man looked himself in the mirror and said, let's break out the special occasion boots. That is unheard of. What a statement. What an icon. This dude pretty much won the case. Colomar argued that the fine infringed upon his ideological freedom and demonized him as a sexual deviant. He said, the fine doesn't make any sense, he said. They accused me of obscene exhibitionism. According to the dictionary, that implies sexual intent, and that has nothing to do with what I was doing. Well, the Valencia court ruled that he is allowed to freeball around certain streets at certain times of the day, but must ultimately wear clothes. But that's a pretty good deal. Imagine the freedom. Imagine. Who am I kidding? I'm keeping my shirt on. So, as I'm sure you are well aware, I am in fact a nerd. I can't hide it. It's instinctual. It's embedded in my very DNA. I can't hide it. And I could probably be way more productive with my knowledge and with my time, but I spend a lot of time looking at memes and fun facts. But then again, you wouldn't be getting the content that you're getting without them, so ha. Music is one of the favorites. It is one of my favorite things to do, and I love to know the backstory of how things go down. It's interesting. Like, 
to get the rhyme for the reason or the reason for the rhyme and hear the stories and the thought process and the crazy things that happened behind the scenes. I love that stuff. Like, no, barely anybody knows that Queen was supposed to do a collaboration with Michael Jackson, but Michael Jackson insisted on bringing a emotional support llama into the studio. Freddie Mercury was peeved, ticked off. He was like, get this llama out of here. And they never finished the project. So, now you know something. A llama messed up one of the coolest collabs that we've ever seen. But alas, that's hearsay. But who would have thought that science would have been able to deduce and solve the mystery of Ludwig von Beethoven? How did he die? Well, we have three things. And all of this was discovered using strands of hair and observing his skull. And scientists were able to locate three possible conclusions about his death using genome sequencing. So to start, the wine that was drunk back in the day, that's around the 1800s, he died in 1818, he was around 48 years old, but he was known to drink a lot of wine. Not something outlandish, but wine back in that time was sweetened with lead, so lead poisoning could have been what killed him over a sustained amount of time. Beethoven also was cited to have severe gastrointestinal issues, and it's believed he had a very intense lactose intolerance. All my nurses say holla holla. To this day, I've never met a nurse who didn't have lactose intolerance. Y'all are supposed to be helping people, but you can't even help yourself, so ha ha ha. Lastly, the composer was revealed to have traces of hepatitis B, or liver infection, which is what the scientists believed to trigger his deafness, and some of his gastrointestinal issues. You wouldn't think that deafness would be correlated with hepatitis B, but it is kind of incredible how integrated and networked our bodies are. Like, lower back issues can affect the shoulder, and then the shoulder, your bicep, and your bicep, soon you have numbness in your fingers. It's crazy. But this modern-day Job that we have in Beethoven had progressive hearing loss. I get it. You're going, Micah, Micah, Micah. We learned that in middle school. Shh, I'm talking. But it started in his late 20s, and he was functionally deaf by the age of 48. All of that from looking at his hair. That's freaking insane. But fun fact about Beethoven. Even though the man was deaf, the musician inside of him refused to be. I know that was poetic. But he sawed off the legs of his piano so that he could feel the vibrations on the floor as he played and he continued to write music all the way up until his death. Incredible. I am no virtuoso, but I hope that one day when I can't hear anything, that I too will find a way to strum my guitar and feel the pulsating strings caress my chest. Anyway, that's all I got for you guys today. Thanks for tuning in. It's always just a fine and dandy time. If you guys are trying to, you know, hear something new, hear something different, or if you even want to be on the podcast, I'm open to guests. Feel free to DM me if there's a topic you want to hear. Let me know. I want to hear and learn what you guys want to hear and learn. So I'm not opposed. 
Anyway, I hope that you guys get out there and make a difference. If you want to see more content, just follow my socials. It is Eastman underscore Inc. Inc. is spelled I-N-C. And you can find me on Instagram and on TikTok. Facebook, but Facebook is obsolete. Anyway, get out there and make a difference. Big fan, big heart, big hair. Take it easy, everybody.